Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. Quite a morning already out here in Peoria, Arizona. We uh, woke up to some driving rain, some wind. Uh, very, very chilly out here. I look like a uh, defensive coordinator. Uh, if you look right now, yeah, you can see. Watch this. Put these glasses on, and uh, I'll be calling defense uh, for the team today. Young Andy Reed. Yeah, young Andy Reed. It's exact. Benny, look at this. Do I look just like <laughs> yes, Andy Reid? Yeah, yeah. My with goodness that, gracious. The hat. Yep. So uh, I thought we were doing mustaches. I guess we're not. I guess I'm the only one that uh, did the mustache. And um, we're going to have Peter Seidler on today. I didn't want him to feel, you know, alone. So I went ahead and shaved mine last night as well. Uh, Welcome in, though. It's good to have you guys here. This is uh, truly today going to be a labor of love. This is very, very chilly. We had to move locations. We've had to to jimmy a bunch of stuff around. And, um, you know, we'll see how it goes. It's very cold. And uh, the wind has died down a little bit. But we do have a, a... space heater that a gentleman was kind enough to put on for us so 
I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. <laughs> it's a morning. It has been a morning uh, already. It is a morning. Wow, man, we have been scrambling. Good teamwork from the squad this morning, everybody we, doing their part. We set up everything uh, about 6.59. Yeah, yeah, just got everything ready to go <laughs> finally. Uh, Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, is here. Good morning, Benjamin. Good morning, Woodsy. Whew. Yeah, it's uh, actually about as nice as it's been all morning at this very moment. Right now, the, the wind second. has died down a little bit. The sun is starting to come up. We've got a heater next to us as we're sitting at the, the tables of the back patio here. Cross our fingers that, that we can get more of this, and it's just cold. I stole uh, Paul's jacket, and I'm not giving it back. So, it's, you know, price you pay, I guess. He left it in the back seat, and I went, ooh, I'm going to grab this. I was going back. He's going to go it. back to get it. Yeah, but I grabbed it for you. Yeah. So you. I got it then. And then I've uh, commandeered it because I am very, very chilly. It's very chilly out here. And uh, see, seeing some players roll in already this morning, just saw Jake and, and Joe Musgrove and Tim Hill uh, arrive. We saw David Dahl, very nice guy, walked up, introduced himself to us, the dreaded and feared media. So nice and already becoming quite a, uh, a hit with the ladies on Twitter. What the hell just happened? Somebody just turned the lights on. just lose power? Are we on? <laughs> yeah, no, I think we're still on. I think they just, the automatic lights turned okay, off good. because it hit 7 a.m. or something around here. Talked to the missus uh, this morning back home, and uh, they haven't had power all night, so they're freaking out a little bit uh, with no power at the house and, and two little ones. you got to get ready for school and fed and all that. So, you know, it just, uh, when it rains, it pours, so hopefully they're okay. Hopefully uh, you guys, our Tier 1s back in San Diego, are doing okay. It's, it's from what I understand, gotten pretty nasty back there, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's supposed to all get out here. In fact, uh, according to my weather app, with the rain is done for the day. So hopefully the Padres will still be able to get a full day of work in. Uh, the wind could be a problem, certainly, especially for things like, you know, shagging fly balls and stuff on a day like this. But they can definitely get into the batting cages and uh, get some pitching work in on the covered mounds back here behind uh, the patio. So I, I'd imagine there still be some opportunities if anyone is out here at spring training to, to see some players they won't be inside all day. It looks like the uh, the sun is actually breaking through off to my right there. Uh, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, it's much more calm than it was. I mean, 15 minutes ago, it was the wind was ripping the roof off of there over there. I mean, it was like banging up and down. So uh, it's it's been quite a morning. But, you know, uh, you guys are, are here. We really appreciate it. Had a great day yesterday. Such a fun Fun day talking to all the guys, seeing all the guys again. Um, got a chance to go over to the backfields. I can fill you guys in on some of that, some of the stuff I watched. Keyed in on a few a few guys. Talked to some of the, the veterans. Uh, talked to some, some Padres alumni. Got some good insight on spring training that I'd never really thought about before. And um, Just great, man. It's just been great to be out here. Got to have dinner with Jesse Agler, yeah. which was a lot of fun. A lot and of fun. Power of radio moment while we were at dinner as well. I mean, when we had Jesse on yesterday, you mentioned – hey, let's go over to P.F. Chang's and, and grab some dinner. I think that's a pretty much all we said. Something yeah. about the lettuce wraps. Yeah, i got to get some lettuce wraps, Jesse said. Well, we went over at, at 5 o'clock early dinner because, you know, it's Woods. And, you know, he it was Jesse. To, he was his idea. Yeah, him too. Yeah. You guys like to eat at times that, you know, 75, 80-year-olds like to eat. It and, was filled with 75, 80-year-olds <laughs> in there. I will say that. And we're sitting there, and uh, the regional manager guy comes over and says, are you Eric and Woods? Yeah, are you guys Eric and Woods? <laughs> and I say, Close enough. Yes, I'm Ben, Eric, and this is Woods. Uh, why do you ask? And he said, well, 
someone back in San Diego, one of my counterparts, heard that you were going to come out and then let me know. And I just wanted to come and make you, you feel welcome. And thanks for coming into P.F. Chang. So that was kind of a crazy moment. It, it really was. And uh, he brought us out a couple of appetizers on the house. And then you left, and he brought dessert over. And, of course, grinding hard, Coach. Um, he brought out a couple appetizers, and we, you know, we tried those. They were really good. And then he asked for dessert. Now, Jesse, Jesse is a fit guy. He's very fit. In fact, he turned down the rice and the noodles that came with his entree. He's very disciplined He's on the road. He's very as disciplined, well. he yeah. said. He said, man, I, he goes, I we cr- are not. Paulie and I are not. Ben left. He had to go to work. You actually ordered extra noodles to go with your rice. With my rice, yeah. I did. I really had a hankering for some, <laughs> for some nudes. I did. And uh, sure enough, he comes over to, and he's like, hey, dessert's on us. Paulie and I were like, oh, hell yeah. I go, Jesse, please eat the dessert. He goes, oh, no, no, no. And I said, well, then you don't have to stay for this. You don't have to watch us He's like, fill our faces. Oh, no, I have to I see have this. I have to see this. Paulie and I shoveling apple strudel and ice cream in our <laughs> mouth. And he goes, is that, is that as good as it looks? I go, yeah, yeah, have some. He goes, no, no, I won't be happening. But uh, always a great time to get to hang out with Jesse, man. Just a, just a guy, you know, another guy I hope is here his entire career just pulled up. Uh, Manny Machado is right behind us, but Jesse Agler is another guy. Like, I don't ever want Jesse going anywhere else. I don't need him calling Marlins games in five years. Jesse is somebody I want to hear here in San Diego, in Peoria, for you know as long as I'm as long as I'm around. I was shocked when he said this was his tenth spring training with the Padres. Nuts. Where has the time gone? I mean, that's amazing. That's a that's a long tenure for anybody. It feels like he just got here. So yeah, that was it. Was a great first day. So I want to hear a little bit more. I was working editing video while you were out in the backfield. So I want to get that story, but we're going to take an early time out here because Jake Cronenworth is supposed to uh, pop out here in just a couple of minutes, and we want to get him all set up and fresh on the the TV stream and everything on YouTube. So uh, Jake's going to be with us. Austin Nola, he's already here this morning. Uh, He should be here later this hour. How about Juan Soto stopping by the table? All in this first hour of Ben and Woods. We're getting off to a very fast start. Uh, Michael Waka. Uh, the skipper and the owner, Peter Seidler, uh, between now and 10 o'clock this morning Pacific time. I thought yesterday was star-studded program. How about today? If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see a uh, gentleman walking up right now, Manny Machado. You may know him. <laughs> <laughs> a million-dollar smile. Uh, walking by well, more than a million, I'd say. Yeah, quite a bit more. Yeah, we'll we'll, see, we'll see how much how much more Well, uh, maybe later this year at some point. What do you guys think of the stash, by the way? I think it's. I mean, I surprisingly. You think it's disgusting? I think it's surprisingly. I'm I'm just going to tell you, it's. It's. Yeah. I think it works. I think you look like uh, you belong here at Padres camp now with the stash. I. uh, I know we're going to go to break because we're going to make room for crony, but I. I did just for men on it because I wanted to make it darker because it was white. Misogyny, Bell. I put no. Just for men. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Maybe. Yell at them though. Don't yell at me. Uh, and I brushed it through and did the shower, and after that, I got out and went, oh, my God, it looks it's ten times thicker. That's what she said. Uh, it is, it's really, it's thick, and it's, I look very much It's like, like you it. gave your mustache acoustic wave therapy yes, over there, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> I did text the wife and offered her a, uh, well, you know, 
a ride, but she said no. She said no. So all right, let's uh, let's take a goes. quick early timeout. Uh, we'll come back, and Jake Cronenworth is supposed to come out here and, and brave the cold and join us. Looks on like ben it's, Woods. looks like it's better. It's yeah, gonna get it's better. Kind of gotten it's all good. almost nice here. It's uh, Ben Woods live from Padres spring training in Peoria, Arizona, getting started here on a Wednesday on San Diego's number one sports station. Let's see if Kelly is uh, awake yet with our first check of traffic on ninety-seven three. The fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Arizona. little Band of Horses for you. Big announcement yesterday. Band of Horses is going to be playing Gallagher Square at Petco Park, Ben, on uh, September 9th with the Revivalists. I'm very, very pleased about that information. So is that your Daily Diddy choice theme for the week right there? Uh, bands that have played Petco, sure. Sounds good. Let's now do we, it. We could have let our next guest have the Daily Diddy selection. If we let Jake Cronenworth pick the music for our show, what would it sound like? Yeah, what would it sound like? Because we got like? Jake Cronenworth here with Welcome us. Welcome to the Crone Zone, everybody. Morning, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little early for that oh. one. It's a little early. You are now in the Crone Zone. Uh, it'd probably be uh, old school hip hop. Some old okay. school hip hop, yeah. like Paulie. Paulie's an old school hip hop guy yeah. uh, as well. Uh, I think we know each other well enough now to where I can ask you, how's your how's your butt? Everything good? All good. Is it rough? <laughs> yeah, I'm rough. alive. <laughs> I was like the Undertaker meme where he flies out of the castle. Ah, he's back. <laughs> we saw you yesterday, and you had gotten sick. And I said, oh, man, like food poisoning sick? And you said, I don't know, something going around. You go, <laughs> Jake goes, it was so bad that if I, I had seen you guys yesterday, I wouldn't have even said hello because that's how bad it feels. I was like, that is the most perfect way to describe, uh, you know, guys that you know but you don't really know, like, I would have just walked on past, this which would have broken our hearts, yes. you know, if, if that had happened. Well, so, you wouldn't have been the only one. So you're feeling you're feeling much better. 
We're back 100%. Back 100%. Hopefully. And yeah. how, how did uh, how did yesterday go out on the fields? That was great. Get the whole group together for the first time. Um, you know, Mondays is physical and everything, but yesterday, but get everybody together, get everybody out there, and um, you know, first day of spring training is always like the first day of school. Is, so, this, is this kind of your first full regular mm. spring training as a big leaguer, though, because of the lockout, the pandemic, everything? And I mean, this is kind of your first yeah, one, almost first real spring training, yeah. which is crazy. That's nuts. <laughs> Feels like you've been here for a decade. Fourth, fourth year, it's my first real spring training. <laughs> You're like the new guy. <laughs> So I was talking to you, we were watching you guys hit yesterday, and you were going up against Morihone, and he was throwing 95, they said, and I, I, Loretta, I was standing there with Mark Loretta, and he shook his hand, he goes, I hate the first day of spring training, he goes, the pitchers are so far ahead of us, he goes, it's, it's brutal, like the pitchers have all been throwing, and they're dotting 95, he had his, his change-up working, he had his breaking stuff working, and you guys step in there essentially cold, hitting off tees and front toss, and you got to go in there and face uh, 95, but that's how you get ready, right? Yeah, I, we faced a guy yesterday that was throwing a knuckleball, too, so. Who was that? Uh, I think Matt Waldron. Matt Waldron, nice. Um, who also throws, like, 94, <laughs> like a really good slider. It's so nice. I, I was 15 feet away, and I go, oh, my God, I don't know how these guys do it. I just, I really don't. It was, uh, it, it was pretty special to see. I mean, you, you see Morahone. What's he look like when you're standing up there against him? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is, like, when you first step in there, like, after an offseason, like, if you haven't been taking live at-bats, which I don't think most guys do. I right. think most guys are just working on their craft, getting ready. Um, everything just looks like a million. Uh, but I think, it just I mean, it takes, like, you know, three or four times getting up there to kind of get your timing down and then obviously getting in the games and get your rhythm and um, it takes a little longer than it does for those guys. Got Jake Cronenworth here with us, Padre Spring Training in Peoria, Arizona. You've always, you know, defensively gotten ready to play multiple positions. Is there anything <clears throat> different this year with the idea that you'll be at first base a lot? Are you still moving around? What's kind of the plan? I think Whoa! There goes the camera. camera. Oh, look at that! Oh, that That's cool. a good action shot. <laughs> oh, oh, Jake Cronenworth has got—he's furious. And he's thrown the camera. Oh my God! This is going to be on MLB Network. Uh, um, the, it's a storm out. No, it's been uh, pretty similar. Uh, similar like ramp up for spring training. You know, obviously, I don't think I've ever come into spring training like locked in to play one position. Yep. Um, I mean, last year was the first year I've played one position since I've been with the Padres pretty much the entire season. Obviously, I was doing the first base thing at the end of game sometimes, and um, but you know, played like 100 at second in 21 and about 30 or 40 at first and then the rest at short when Toddy was hurt. Um, but, you know, I've always been comfortable bouncing around, so just trying to get comfortable at each spot, you know, and just be ready each day. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's got to be tough though sometimes I, I don't know I mean I feel like um, I, I we've seen you all play enough first base to know oh man you always look great when you were over there um, but you're a really good second baseman too so is that kind of hard to reconcile as well like alright whatever the team needs yeah I mean it's one of those things it's, it's always hard to move from a position that you know you're really good at but at the same time like we haven't sat down and concretely discussed like no, you're going to play here the entire season. You're going to play there. Um, so I think we have yet to see what that looks like. Um, obviously, all those guys are leaving for the WBC here, I think, next week. Um, 
So I'll be the only guy in spring training when that. Thank happens. you for not going. By the way, <laughs> that, that leaves a little less time to. for to get to kind of comfortable with a, a new teammate <clears throat> like Xander Bogarts. What, yeah. What is that process like for you? I mean, you know, everyone kind of knows about getting to know new coworkers at work. But right. You guys really have to be on a wavelength, like anticipating yeah. each other. How do you how do you do that both on and off the field? Um. Well, I was after Fan Fest. We kind of all either stuck around in, Manny and I stuck around in San Diego for a couple of days uh, to hit and then uh, I came over here to Arizona to start taking ground balls to Sander uh, that next week so I've been taking ground balls with him for about two weeks now and just kind of seeing how he moves and getting you know I guess acclimated with what he does on that side of the field and you know just seeing how he treats each ball how he's going to throw it from each spot you know just getting that different look yeah, because I mean it is different. Guys, guys are, are yeah. different, and and you know certainly Hassan Kim is different than than those guys too. It's it's been fun, man. It's been fun to see all the new guys kind of come together and uh, out in front of the cages yesterday, watching Xander Bogarts probably his first AB uh, yesterday, and I can't remember who was on the bump against. It was a righty, but he threw a curveball first pitch, and Xander did like backed out like whoa whoa like like I did, and when I saw a curveball, <laughs> next pitch was a belt high fastball. He just goes shut up and hits it in the cap. I was like, all right, throw me that again. It was really really cool to see. But I'm sitting there looking at the hitting groups, and I'm like, well, there's Crony, and there's Soto, and there's Manny, and there's Xander. It's like it's hard to and there's Tatis. It, like it's hard to wrap your head around uh, when you see all these guys in this lineup. It's nuts. Yeah, I think, you know, last year we had a really good team and obviously we did some great things, but I think when you look at the pieces we added last year, a piece we're going to add at the end of April, who we missed all of last year, um, and then you kind of write that down and actually look at it on paper and it's like, I mean, in my shoes, like, I'm kind of the odd guy. They're sleeping on I'm you, not which this is good. Superstar that's, player. That's that, good. You know, that's good. That's what you want to be. Huge... Joel Damon of yeah, the Padres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're watching swing. Uh, I'd like to think I'm a little more confident than Joel. Okay, good. Joel's Don't a great less, golfer. No one's but... less confident than that guy. Yeah. I actually am not rooting against him now because he's so um, not confident. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's it's that's what you want, don't you? You want him kind of sleeping on you a little bit. No, I think no matter the way you look at the lineup where I'm hitting, I mean, I don't. I don't think I'm going to be hitting leadoff because Todd is going to be hitting there. I don't think I'm going to be hitting second because Vaughn or, or Manny are going to be hitting there. And then, you know, kind of wherever I fall in after those guys, I think I'm, you know, hopefully going to have plenty of opportunities. I mean, I think their career track record show they're going to get on base a lot. Yeah, so. I mean, a lot of stakes for yeah. you out there if you want them. I mean, I think they're going to be there for you. Jake, we're going to let you go because we got the catcher coming out in a minute or two, Austin Nola. But thank you so much. Uh, it's nothing wrong with being a top 70 baseball player in the world. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You know, but keep on moving up, and uh, it's great chatting with you as always. Yeah, I always appreciate going on with you guys. Appreciate Thanks, it, buddy. Yeah, Jake Cronenworth, awesome. uh, Padres right, all-star yeah. with us here. We're going to take a quick timeout. Yeah, Austin Nola is supposed to come out in just a second, so we'll be back with more Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station 97.3 the fan t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Again, to Mattress Makers, the sponsor of our spring training coverage here in Peoria, Arizona. Mattress Makers, natural handcrafted mattresses. Give us pillows to come out here. Oh, so good. Feel comfortable as we sleep at our Airbnb. Uh, we continue with the great Padres guests here at the Peoria Sports Complex. And joining us right now is catcher Austin Nola. Austin, you ready to catch every single inning of yes. every game this season, just like you did in the playoffs last year? training it's got to get the body right <laughs> I, that was pretty remarkable yeah, it was. we haven't talked to you since uh the playoffs ended no it didn't end up the way any of us wanted to but it was such a, a fun run to watch and and the fans showed up and it was it was as rowdy as i've ever uh, seen petco park or really any park austin it was amazing and um they penciled you in there every single day every single inning was that something that you knew was was happening or did they you just check the lineup and say oh all right i'm back there again yeah, check the lineup back there again and just said, let's keep rolling with it. Uh, whatever I can do, you help my team, my pitchers, you know, be be an asset to the team. I mean, that's that's all we're doing. We're just trying to be one game at a time in the playoffs. How hard how hard is it on the body? And and is it is it harder on the body or is it harder on the mind uh, when you're in those games that mean so much in every single pitch? We're hanging on the edge of our seats. You know, you guys have been through big games before, but the fans are watching. We're literally, you know, biting our nails, screaming at the TV. Is it harder on the brain or is it harder on the body? Yeah, the, the mind for the sure. Mind. Yeah, just the constant, like you said, pitch to pitch, inning to inning, game to game is just everything matters, right? <laughs> just exhausted. It's exhausted after the game. <laughs> yeah, the body like just responds to whatever the mind's saying, and if the you know if the mind's calm and relaxed, usually the body's feeling fine. But it's it's just making those those decisions within each at bat is it's what it was tiring. I know one of the things you do every, especially off season and spring, you got to get to know new pitchers, new repertoires. How does that process kind of work? You've got uh, Michael Waka, Seth Lugo, others who are coming in that you may be working really closely with this season. Yeah, I've gotten a chance to catch both of them in bullpens and then Seth and some live at bats. So to get to see how they work and what well, you know, reacting to you know, what hitters are doing to their stuff and how they like to, to move around and navigate those at-bats is uh, interesting and for sure something i got to learn. I was uh, – we're talking to Austin Nola here on Ben & Woods this morning. I was on the backfields yesterday. Were you catching Lugo? Yes. 
he could spin it. I mean, he was spinning the ball. We were talking day one, and uh, there's something in him. I remember watching him in the WBC, and it's kind of where he first, for me at least, burst onto the scene. I'm sure there were people that knew about him and, and what he was capable of, but you watched him compete in the WBC, and you're like, oh, that's that's a new look. I mean, he was really, really fighting hard. And then watching him yesterday in day one of, of live BP, competing again, like like, no BS about that guy, man. He is like, I really was impressed. I like him. I mean, fellow Louisiana guy. So, I mean, it's what you expect, right? <laughs> um, he was spinning it. He can really spin good, it. He yeah. can move it. I um, mean, he's got command. He's got presence on the mound. Um, velocity, movement, the whole the whole deal. Some, whatever, somebody, whatever you need, he's got it. Yeah, somebody for, I think, everybody to get excited about. I always keep wondering, your name is Nola, and you're from Louisiana. Yes. I mean, was that a weird thing growing up? Not from New Orleans, though. <laughs> yeah, just, I know, you're just, not, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just keep telling people I'm not from New Orleans. It's an Italian name, but, yes, I am from Louisiana. It's not, I mean, it's, I guess you could call it a coincidence. <laughs> just a coincidence, for sure. Yeah. So, um, you, obviously, you won't be catching every single inning this year. That's uh, impossible. Luis Camposano in camp, and, and, you know, he's been up in the big leagues a few times before. What, what can you do when there's another young catcher to kind of help get him on the right page and, you know, able to help this team compete this year? Yeah, we've got to work together. I mean, that's how, that's how it is, catching. I mean, we're all, it's all a, a crew, and we're all working together to help our pitchers, you know, whatever they need. I mean, that's what we're here for, um, and he's going to be there with us. So, I mean, at the end of the day, we've got to work together and see how we can get these guys the best and get them on and off the field and getting us W's. Well, the, the dynamics from, you know, every big league player I've ever talked to, everybody wants to be on the field or in the lineup every single day. That's the that's what separates. I mean, so many people that played this game growing their whole lives were like, don't hit it to me, don't hit it to me. A big leaguer is like, I want it. I want the ball. I want it. Give me the A-B with the mm-hmm. game on the line. Nobody wants to sit, you know. And, and so how do you guys kind of reconcile, like, I'm probably going to need some days off. Luis is probably going to need to get some work. How do you reconcile that? Well, you know, catching, I mean, you can't catch every no. single game of 162. Um, so we all have to, like you said, we all have to be catching each guy and know. And when you're not playing, you got to catch another guy. you got to just constantly be getting to know them and getting what they're what they're working on right now, right? Because it's changing as the season goes. They're not just being the same guys they were in spring training or the same guy even halfway through the season. So it's important to be talking and, and saying like, hey, what's he been working on? What's he what's he been doing? You know, and then go talk to the guy, you know, the pitcher. You just have to constantly communicate keep, constantly keep that conversation going. The the uh, the pitch comp. So last year the catchers had it. Are and we're you guys are experimenting with the pitchers doing yeah. it here. How's that working? Yesterday we did it, it was pretty quick. I mean like you said if two shakes with Lugo and he was able to just put put the pitch that he wanted. Now the pitchers have to get used to the buttons and what the what they mean. Because right. like you said, it took us as catchers a little while to know on the fly, like when you wanted a pitch, what was the exact button in that moment? Because you only have a certain amount of time, you gotta pick the button. But now you have less time. Yeah, so now you gotta know the buttons, you gotta be on top of what and the pitchers, like I said, they don't really get to look at it like we do. Like I can put it on my Yeah, I can like, you know, calibrate the buttons, but they have it on somewhere where like they might not be able to look down and, and press the button so austin how does it i mean who really calls the game because yeah do you they, get to shake some, him i know now? some catchers will call the game and the pitchers will just throw whatever's called i know some managers coaches and the you know they'll have certain things they want to send in to you at times and now there's the pitcher has the ability to say what they want who's actually calling the pitches in a game for the most part the catcher mostly calls the i mean i would say 98 percent of okay. the time and then the two percent the pitcher you know will call Especially if he gets in a really good groove and he's a veteran guy, like he'll he'll have a couple little signs that when you throw the ball back at times where 
this is what I want to throw. This is what I want to yeah, do or next. head movements or just something subtle, right? That would just show you, like, okay, this is what this is what we want. So, so now if if Lugo, just to use him as an example, if he's on the bump and you guys are in a game and he wants to throw a, a two seamer and he clicks the two seam button, but you know that this guy handles the two seamer pretty well and his two seamer is a little bit flat today and you want him to throw a slider, can you sh- can you shake him? I'm sure it's a conversation as like a mountain visit yeah. or um, it's wild. Hey, you want to throw that? Let's let's throw it in this location, right? Got it. You know what I mean? Change the location to make make that pitch better, right? So if we want to throw a two-seamer, um, why don't we just move a little bit farther in? Make sure if you miss, it's at the hands. Sure. This is missing over the plate, right? Or if he wants to throw a slider and I want a two-seamer, make sure we just throw the slider a little farther down, right? You just kind of play it. You have to go into it because that's what they're convicted in, and that's what's going to work on most of the time when they're convicted. It's so riveting. I mean, it's just riveting to think about all the, the ins and outs that goes on, you know, just to, to get one batter out. Do you feel it helps you to have a manager who was a catcher in the big leagues who kind of understands what you're going through, the ups and the downs and the struggles of it? Absolutely. I mean, Bob's been around, caught a long time, and then, you know, has managed a long time, so he knows exactly what he sees, and, you know, he, he can translate that into simple wording for catchers, which is always nice to have that simplicity, you know, this is how it's done, this is how we're going to do it. And you need that, right, because sometimes it gets complicated back there, and that's when it gets fast, so – Simple, slow, precise is always better. That's awesome. Talking to Austin Nola, last one for me. So uh, end of any year, I think no matter what you do for a living, you reflect back on how you did and then how you can get better uh, in the next year. And and for you, when you look back on, on last season, what did you take into the offseason and say, all right, I mean, I was happy with this, I could do better. This. What were you kind of working on for, for this year? Uh, always working on my bat, always trying to improve my hitting and then improve every every part of catching like you know the blocking receiving throwing you just focus on more the fundamentals of the game rather you know and you let you know you know the intangible stuff as you get into the season you know grow but uh, hitting for sure you know getting good barrel a little bit more in the gaps and then uh throwing receiving and blocking like you just focus on those four for me do you think the uh the the shift rules will help you in particular I don't know. I mean, I'm excited to see what, yeah. it, what, it, what it does, you know, for pitching and yeah. know, defensively and offensively. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, Austin, a beautiful day out there. Just still <laughs> enjoy another day of spring training, and we appreciate you stopping by. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Austin Nola Padres catcher with us, and uh, we're going to check traffic, and then we'll come back. One Soto is supposed to be come coming on. out of the clubhouse in really? just a moment. Yeah, it's just one after another here this morning Woo. with Ben Woods live at spring training on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. All right, we're back here uh, live, and uh, Juan Soto is supposed to be out here in five or six minutes. I can't imagine having to get in that crouch. Yeah. I mean, you know, game did day, a fantasy spring camp. training. I to die. You it's know, impossible. Just getting down there and having to – that's basically your state of being, you know, a quarter of your life. You're, you're sitting down there. I mean, just the physical toll it takes to be a catcher. I mean, every player, has, there's a physical toll – pitchers on their arms you know hitters sliding and you know running around the bases and everything that goes on but the catcher in particular just the wear and grind well of that position all those things that you mentioned uh, the catcher has to do as well he has to hit and he's got to get on base and he's got to run and he's got to slide and he's got to hit and run and he's got to He's, he's got to do, think as much about pitching as the pitchers. He's got to yeah. do all of that and then some, you know. And uh, I think catchers, 
you know, I, I after talking to a bunch at, at Fantasy Camp and, and talking to uh, guys like Austin Nola, it's not that I, I don't give them a pass, but I sure give them a little more, more leeway uh, if the offense maybe, maybe scuffles a little bit because, um, you know, and you heard him. It's the first thing he said, yeah, I want to work on my hitting, want to catch some more barrels, obviously. He's a, he's a good hitter. He's got it in him to be a really good hitter. Uh, and, you know, you saw some of that in the playoffs last year. I thought he had a, a magnificent uh, playoff run. But you did see him run out of gas. I mean, at the end, like, you just just kind of rolling over ground balls because you're just gassed, man. You've caught every single inning for, you know, a couple of weeks. And, um, you know, the, the mental part of it is so draining. So I think draining. It, as a fan, when you're growing up and your team has a great catcher, you always wonder, oh, why are they sitting again? I mean, get them out there. Yeah. You know, it's such a big drop-off to that backup. I want them yeah. out starting every single game. And you just don't realize what kind of impact that would have that – Managers have to probably fight their own. You know, they want to win every game. And of course. It's like, okay, this guy gives us I, the best chance to win. They trust him. I trust him. I, of course I, I want to put him back there. I can't just throw him out there all the time. And, you know, Bob Melvin rode with that strategy in the playoffs. And, I, I mean, I think it worked. I think it helped the Padres get to the National League Championship Series. I mean, if they had gone to the World Series and he had had to catch another six, seven, I mean, eight or nine games if the, if the Phillies series had gone the distance – in a row, right? Oh, I mean, my God! At least there's a couple of off days built into the the playoffs, but uh, that was that was pretty nuts. What Austin Nola did last October? Yeah, he 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 was remarkable, man. And and you know, I, I do I love what he said about you know the communication that's needed between him and and Campy and whoever else may be another catcher uh, for this team. It, it it really truly does take a village, man. It takes a village to win a World Series. It really really does. And Bob says it all the time. You need 50 guys. You know, we got a 26-man roster, but you need 50 guys to win a World Series, and uh, I, I, it's such a, it's such a cliche, but it's so true. I mean, it's you're not going to win it with the 26 guys you got on your roster today. You just won't. Yeah, you wonder, um, you wonder how Luis Camposano is going to, you know, develop. There's been a lot of stories. We had Sammy Spring Training talking about him. Uh, there was a piece written in the UT about him just a day or two ago as well. I talked to three people out on the backfields yesterday, and that was the the guy I was interested in asking about. And from what I heard, um, unnamed sources all said, man, he has done a complete 180 in a good way. Uh, mentally, he's ready. Like, he wants it. He, he wants to work. He cares so much about being a part of this team and contributing. I heard that, and I went, all right, man, I'm on board. Let's get it. And to have both of those guys back there, especially if they're pulling for each other and helping each other, that's it's a great thing. It's interesting because he said that one of his challenges is he's not necessarily – the kind of person who goes up and chats you up and yeah. talks to everybody. He likes to just get, get his work done, go in. But to be a catcher, it almost requires being a people person. You'd, you'd be a better catcher than I would Probably, be. yes. Because you, you know, just that, that rapport you build with people takes – it's more than just discussing, okay, what do, you like to, what do you like to throw here? What do you like to throw here? That's part of it. But it's also, as Austin Ola was saying, it's, it's understanding the slight perception of a head nod – like okay, yeah. that's pitch is locked in now. Let's let's call that a bunch here for this next batter. To see that, to understand that, you can't you can't do that by one conversation with a guy, you know, or an email. It really has to be built over time and a lot of interaction. And I still don't understand the new pitch com. And he explained it, and I still don't understand it. And I don't know why. If catchers call, as he just said, ninety eight percent of the game, then why would you give the pitch com to the pitcher? What 
what was wrong with the way they did it last year when Austin had it on his shin guard and he was typing in the numbers? What were well, were they I, fearful I think, that people were were peaking? No, or? I think I think with the pitch clock, let's say the pitcher, you know, is going on five or six innings and the catcher's calling signs and he just throws the pitch, but he's got a certain batter and he knows. All right, I, this guy, I know I can get the fastball by him. I need him to call a fastball here. And Noah's going, all right, slider. No, curveball. No, no, no. You're running Change out of time? Up. No, and you're running out of time. It's like, here, no, no, fastball. I just, I know what I'm throwing here. I need to, I need the ability to communicate to that pitch, you know, the catcher very fast because I've only got maybe 15 seconds to start my windup and throw the pitch I want to throw. So I can see why I think pitch come, at least, even for, a three or four pitches a game might be a necessity for the pitcher to have out there. God, it's interesting to me. It's so interesting to me how it's going to work. Uh, but, yeah, you already heard. You know, he's got to look down and fumble around <laughs> to get his the pitch that he wants. What a nice, Pitching is hard enough. It's hard enough to, to, to go out there and execute your pitches against these guys that are up there to kill you with their bat um, where you have to be the one actually loading in the pitches you want to throw. It just seemed – I liked the pitch calm the way they did it before. I thought it was great. And I don't know that a 15-second clock changes everything for me, but maybe it does. I, it shows you what I know. I, I thought it would, was – was working pretty well last year. I also want to see this. Uh, what is it, Matt Waldron? Yeah, the, the knuckleballer. Got a knuckleballer and a ninety-four mile an hour fastball at the same time. My goodness gracious! And these aren't these guys. These are guys that aren't even really talked about at Padre Spring Training. That's how good these ball players are. That that guys that don't really even have a chance at making the big league roster can do things almost no human on earth has the ability to do. You know, I, I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to oversell what I saw yesterday from Lugo, but, I mean, it was it was a very competitive uh, day. Speaking of the devil, there he is right there. Um, he was looked really, really sharp, man, and, and wa- looked like, yes, these are my teammates, but I'm going to get you out. And he was moving the ball all over the place. It was pretty dirty. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, he's known for obviously his curveball and how he, you know, is able to spin it. But these guys, you can't just rely on one no. pitch. You have you have to have other parts of your repertoire to be a big league pitcher. You guys like Boy George? Boy George? Sure, why there? not? Yeah. Um, all right, here comes Juan Soto oh behind God. you. I know Juan you're going to get nervous. Try not to like with AJ Preller when you get a little nervous. Yeah. I Only AJ gets me. Juan Soto's not going to get you. You're going to no. be sitting right next to him in about ten seconds Very here. Strange. One of the best ball players in the on world, planet Earth. About to sit down at the table here at Padres Spring Training with Ben and Woods. Uh, let's say a big hello to Juan Soto, the San Diego Padres. Juan, it is uh, great to have you on. It's great to have you at Spring Training here with the Padres for the first time. Thank you, thank you. You need to borrow these? <laughs> it's pretty bright. It's pretty bright. Well, thanks for uh, sitting down with us, Ben. I know you guys are busy. Got a chance to see you hit a little bit yesterday. How were you feeling in there? Pretty good. It was pretty good. Hold on, we got uh, we got to we got to unplug one mic and plug in the other one. There we go. You're not no, you're good. No, no, you're, you're good. good. Yeah, all, now we're ready. It's all the guy who's supposed to be the professional over there that's having the problem. We live. Yeah, yeah, we're live. Let's watch There he is. We'll start that over. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. How did how did yesterday go? First full squad workout. You know, get to get to swing a few live abs. How did it feel? Oh, it was great. You know, uh, the team, the energy that we bring in, it's just it's just great. Great feeling. Everybody feels good. So right now, it's just. Great feeling for the team. Uh, I saw your work in the offseason, did a lot of work, uh, working on your body, working on your swing. When you looked at uh, how last season went, when you went into the offseason, what was something that you, a couple things you wanted to key on for this year? 
I mean, everything. Uh, I always try to uh, to improve in in every spot of my game. So even if I don't have my best year, I just go out there and try to get better in everything. Defense, running, and definitely my bat. So for me, it's working in every little thing. Uh, you know, just try to get better in every spot. Well, what do you think your best year might look like? Because not your best year is <laughs> still really good. Yeah, all star. You know, five to seven war, and that we call that. That's uh, that's not even the best year for Juan Soto. What do you think is your best year possible? I mean, it, you, you see the things I've done in the past. The, you see the 2021 season. It's just uh, it's just something like that. The, the 2029, uh, the 2019 season. It just. Uh, it was a great season too uh, for me. Just stay consistent. That's that's what I look in a great season. Just stay consistent and keep moving forward every ga- every game, every every at bat. That's that's what I look for a good season. Watching your your eye at such a young age, um, the ability that you have to get on base, uh, it's not easy. I mean, this is a sport now that strikeouts they say well you know strikeouts really don't matter as long as you hit the ball out of the ballpark as long as you get some doubles and you know have a high ops for you though your ability to get on base where does that come from were you born with that or is that something that you worked on <laughs> your entire life i mean for me it just it's been always right there i know if anytime i'm in base uh i'm doing damage so for me that's that's one of the most important things in the game just make sure you get on base you know everybody loves homers everybody loves uh uh extra big seats but at the end of the day, uh, you won't do that in every at-bat. You're probably going to do that in 30, 40 at-bats out of the 600. So I want to I wanna get on base as much as I can because I know that doubles and homers are going to be there. And, and you, the guys that you have around you, too, um, certainly are going to be able to help with Manny and Tatis and Sander Bogarts, Jake Cronenworth. you got to feel like if you get on base, you could score a tremendous amount of runs this season, and, and which ultimately will help the team win a lot more ball games. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Every time I'm on base, I'm just looking to score. I know uh, I'm not that big speed guy, but definitely I can I can score on a ball in the gap from first. So for me, uh, it's huge to get on base and to help my team as much as I can. Talking to Juan Soto here at Padres Spring Training with Ben and Woods. Uh, people are talking about the pitch clock and the pitchers moving faster, but batters also have to be ready. And for some reason, your name always comes up you know he gets out there he does the shuffle he gets back in the box any any issues on that have you kind of been practicing getting in the box just a little bit faster i think i won't have any problem i i, I will be i will be ready to go uh if you see i'm i'm one of the guys i just i like to take my time think what i'm gonna do what they're gonna do against me but definitely this year is gonna be a little different but that won't affect me i will be ready to go in every pitch and every moment and be ready to fight. That's one thing I've always heard about you. When when the Padres acquired you, we're talking to Juan Soto here. Talked to some uh, people that covered you in Washington, and they said, "I'll tell you, man, the the guy works on every pitch. You don't take pitches off. How hard is it to stay? You know, let's say you're down seven, eight runs, but you know, listen, you never know what can happen in the game of baseball. How hard is it to stay mentally locked in? You know, in the dog days of August, it's 105 degrees down there. You know, maybe you're you're in a rough skin. How hard is it to get locked in every single AB? I mean, for me, at the end of the day, uh, for me, that's the fun part of the game. And if I'm taking off the fun part of the game, I'm, I'm not enjoying the game as much as I want to. So that's why I'm going out there and take every pitch, every every swing, every bat. I never give it away because that's that's my fun part. That's that's my part. I take for me. I take it personally and just go out there 
and try to do my best. Uh, that's why I don't, I don't take my eyes out of the ball. I don't, I don't give it away. I just try to keep grinding and keep fighting. And like I say, just try to get better every bat, every every day. I know uh, you've said you've got two years before free agency, so you're kind of just locked in on worrying about baseball at the moment and not about a contract extension. We've seen some talk with Manny, obviously, and an opt-out at the end of the season. Is that something you worry about, that the attention will shift because people want to talk about, oh, where is he going to be in three years? What's going to happen? What kind of contract is he going to get? How do you how do you deal with that? No, I just let my I just let my agent to work with it. Uh, I'm here to play baseball. I'm just going to keep playing baseball. Uh I let Scott to do all all the all the business part, and he will let me know what uh, what's going to be the best. I've heard he's pretty good at it. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Does he do radio, guys? Yeah. Uh, by any <laughs> way, is there any way we could uh, get a catch a meeting with Scott Morris? No, it's been. It's been a pleasure, uh, you know, to watch you play. Um, now, and Bob, and, and, you know, you have said as well, you'd be moving over to left field. Um, how, how's it been so far, taking, taking fly balls out there, feeling pretty good? It feels pretty good, you know. I've been there before, so it's not really strange for me. So I'm just going out there and try to do the same thing I did in 19 and, and 22. And it just go out there and play. Uh, I've been there. I know how it works. It's just a little different the stuff that I got to do is shift my mind and just go play. Well, if you can handle today, the wind's supposed to be kicking up. And <laughs> I know the sky here in Arizona is about as tough as it gets. This might be the hardest day out there in the outfield. Yeah, definitely, but <laughs> it's going to be all right. <laughs> well, Juan, uh, we really appreciate it. It's uh, nice to get to know you a little bit better, see you here at uh, a full spring training with the Padres. Good luck this season, and uh, we're going to be rooting for you. All right, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. That is uh, Juan Soto of the San Diego Padres, uh, one of the best in the business with us here on Ben and Woods, and all guests appear on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. What a first hour of the program. Jake Cronenworth, Austin Nola, Juan Soto, and still to come over the next three hours, uh, we're going to have Michael Waka stopping by, Bob Melvin, and the owner, Peter Seidler, made a lot of headlines yesterday, uh, will be with us in our final hour of the program. So... You ready for this? Good first hour. Buddy. Yeah, good first hour. That mustache is uh, it's it's the magic mustache right there. It's kicking right now. All right, it's Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.